um, anonymous. And we are on step 11 and our speaker tonight is Wendy F. And thank you, Wendy F, take it away. Thanks. Hi, um, I'm Wendy. I'm a recovered, recovering compulsive overeater. I'm happy to be here, happy to be asked to speak on step 11. Um, to me, step 11 is like the fun step. There's just so many options and so much freedom and um, endless, endless options, really. So um, it's just it's just kind of the fun step to me. So um, I'll start out by just giving a little background and qualifying um, for this program. Um, I I'm definitely a compulsive overeater. My disease showed up in um, dieting, bulimia. Um, and I think that, I think the way it showed up the most in my life was just, um, like the internal anger and shame and depression. And, um, I, I never, I wouldn't say I was much over 30 pounds overweight, but I might as well have been because in my mind I was, um, and so I spent my life thinking that if I lost 15 pounds, everything would be better. I mean, everything like, you know, my car would run better. My nails would look better. My, uh, my relationship with my parents would be better. I just thought that if I just lost that weight, everything would be better. Um, I, I made choices like, you know, like I chose friends that were skinny because I thought I would learn something from them on how they manage their food, how they got, you know, that way. Um, I made choices in my life to be alone so that I could isolate with the food, having no idea that I was doing that. Um, I made that choice over and over and over again. And, and honestly, I'm just now looking at that for probably the first time in my life. Um, but about two years ago, um, well, I came into OA when I was um, in my 20s and I heard the message and I I, I um, related. I said, of course, I'm a compulsive overeater. I, of course I am. I read the literature. Of course, I'm a compulsive overeater. But I didn't get the message. There were some big messages that I missed. I mean, I got that I would start eating something and I couldn't stop. And I got that I was different, you know, when it came to food. But what I didn't get was that I actually had a physical allergy and that when I put certain substances in my body, I had no way of stopping it or no way of knowing when I could stop. I, I didn't get that. I thought that if I didn't take in those allergic foods, I was satisfying a sponsor or I was checking a checklist. I didn't actually realize that biologically, when I put them in my body, it would be impossible for my body to stop. Um, I didn't get that. Um, and then I didn't get also that I had a mind that I'd be so happy on a diet, you know, I'd be so, I'd feel so good and my mind would be so clear and I'd feel so thin and, and I would just crave, you know, that next binge. And I just couldn't, I didn't realize that my mind was different too. And that my mind was going to keep going back and telling me that I needed the food and telling me that I needed the food without an intervention from a higher power. 
So those were some two, those were two really big things that took me many, many years to be willing to accept. And I finally heard the message about two years ago and I understood the allergy of the body and um, the deception of my mind. I consider it a mental illness that, that I just can't, my, when it comes to food, my mind just doesn't work the right way. And the only way it'll work is with the relationship with the higher power because no no therapist was ever able to, to fix it. No relationship was ever able to fix it. No drug. Um, so um, anyway, so basically I had to st- take a real step one until I could actually get this program and get, get some recovery. Um, my abstinent date is is not two years. I I had a slip in that two years, and it's a little over a year right now. Um, but um, but it took me that long to to hear that message. So um, so that that's pretty much my story. And also, what happened once I did do that is that my eyes just started opening up to a whole new life. Um, I just, I just didn't see myself clearly. And, um, I just, I just see the world in such a different way. And it's, it's so, there's so much more freedom in seeing the truth than all those years that I was seeing the lie. Um, and it's just, it's worth it. This program's a lot of work and it's totally worth it. Um, but I'll get on to step 11 and, um, well, first I'll just reread it. Um, step 11 sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. So um, when I started working with my sponsor that finally got me to a recovered state, um, day one, I had to start spending 30 minutes in the morning with my higher power. And we weren't on step 11 yet. But her reasoning was this whole program is about building a relationship with a higher power. So just start now. And um, so I would sit there with 30 minutes, you know, on my hands, just going, what? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I used to do two minutes. And um, so I had 30 minutes and and ended up being able to fill that 30 minutes with some of it was just reading, like, how do people connect with their higher power? Um, there's an OA approved or AA approved book called came to believe. In fact, all the stories in the back of the book are examples of people coming to believe their story of how they found their higher power. But there's also a book called came to believe. And it's just story after story after story about people that struggled with believing, struggled with believing, and then they believed and they found recovery. So, um, you know, that was one of the things I filled my 30 minutes with, but but when I looked at um, at the big book, I, I saw a couple things that stood out to me. Um, that one um, one I noticed that so step eleven comes you know obviously right after step ten, and right before step ten we get all the nine step promises. Self seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. So those promises come after we've done steps four through nine, and we've cleared away the channel so that we can have a relationship with a higher power. 
And then it goes on to say, you know, then we go on to step 10 and step 10 is a daily cleaning, you know, to keep that channel clean. And then we get more promises. Um, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even alcohol. For by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in liquor. If tempted, we recoil from it as a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. So these, all these miracles come like right before step 11. So, so step 11, well, step 10 and 11, but 10 is to keep the channel clear, but 11 is to just, we have that channel clear and we're just nurturing that relationship. And we have all these promises having just come true for us. And so to, to, to keep that, to keep those promises and to keep that connection, that's step 11. Um, and then, you know, after it's given us these two sets of like the biggest promises in the book, almost, it says it's easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble. If we do for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. So that's all just saying how important step 11 is and um, that this is about a relationship with a higher power. And I don't, I don't know the rest of the, the words and the references in the big book, but I know that it goes on to say, be free with what you pursue, you know, listen to religious people, go back to your religious roots if you want to, or don't, if you don't want to, um, Google it, <laughs> YouTube it, um, do, you know, anything you 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 have all the freedom in the world. I have, I have an app on my phone that just helped me understand what, um, meditation was and it was like it's like the pessimist guide to meditation because that's where I came from I didn't understand it I didn't know why people did it I didn't know how to do it so it's like you're free to do that you're free to just whatever keeps you connected and whatever is spiritual for you you can do um you can do it with other people you can do it alone um you can start going back to your the religion of your roots or not um pursue a new one. So there's just so much freedom, but, but the, the big message is to do it, you know, however you're going to do it, do it. And it also says that in step 11, basically there's, there's three, three times, three parts to it. And, um, and forgive me if some of you think this is step 10 and call it step 10 and I'm calling it step 11. I, I'm not going to get hung up on semantics, but they're both part of the steps. Um, but there's the, there's the evening prayer and meditation where we go through our day and I call it a nightly review and I go through it and I do it in different ways. There's, I mean, the, the textbook, uh, the big book has it, you know, question verbatim. And sometimes I do that, but sometimes I get a little, it gets a little rote for me and I just am answering, you know, kind of mechanically. So I mix it up and, and do it another way, but the evening prayer is about, like looking at our day and seeing if there's anything blocking our channel so that, um, you know, so that our higher power can, can fill it. So there's the, there's the evening, um, portion of it. And then there's the morning prayer. Um, 
and meditation. And that's when um, we, you know, those, those directions are in the big book too, but we ask God to direct our thinking. Um, we ask God to give us, you know, I don't, I don't know all the words, but basically direct my thinking and especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonesty, and fear. And so we're setting our intention for the day that we're seeking God's will, not our will. We're seeking God's will. We're seeking insights. We're seeing, seeking clues. We're seeking a way to, um, to be of service to our fellows and to our higher power through the day. Um, and so that morning prayer, you know, for me or morning time for me, like I said, it's, it, um, you know, it started out as 30 minutes and it, it varies now, but, um, but breathing is a part of it for me. Um, I had to do that for some health reasons and it turned out to just be something that gets me grounded before I, um, kind of get into that place. So I basically, I'd say I do like 10 minutes of breathing and then I do 10 minutes of reading something spiritual. Um, and, and some of that is our prayers, the third step prayer, the seven step prayer, the Lord's prayer. Um, uh, what else? Oh, and then one that I just, I captured from a, a meeting one time that someone wrote that was just really beautiful. Um, and then the second half is just, you know, meditation. And I, it's just, it's just back to being quiet and, um, that one's the hardest for me, the meditation, the getting quiet, but that's what the morning looks like. And, you know, all I know is that the days that I don't do that, I'm really frazzled. And I, I can just tell the difference on um, the days that I don't do it, which aren't really that often because it means so much to me to get grounded in the morning. Um, and then there's the, the um, prayers that we do throughout the day, which is also part of step 11, which is, you know, when we're agitated or doubtful, um, it's, um, you know, God, please give me the right thought or action. The, you know, thy will not mine be done. There's the, there's the, just throughout the day pausing. And um, even if it's just slight, you know, sometimes just looking up for me, um, but it's, it's constantly kind of checking in, in those tough times. And um, I mean, just today I was like, I started my day off really um in in a resentment at at someone at work and i just um i just stepped outside and i just asked god to help me see that person and the company <clears throat> through my higher power's eyes and um it helped it helped it does it helps i don't know how i don't know why but it helps um so yeah it's just you know throughout the day just remembering you know we're we're not running the show anymore. Um, something, something bigger than us is running the show. So, um, so to me, that's what step 11 is. And, um, let's see, what else can I say about step 11? Um, I don't know. I, I guess that's, that's all I do have to say. I just think it's, um, okay, I have five minutes less. I guess I, I only went 15 minutes. Um, but I think that's all I have to say is just that it's the, there's so much freedom in that step. We, there's always room to grow. There's always room to learn. Um, fellows have given me such great ideas, you know, sharing with me, oh, the daily readers are great. Um, uh, oh, there's just so much, there's so much out there. And, um, 
And yeah, that's, that's really all that I have to say. And I'm really grateful to have, to have been asked to speak about this and to look at it again, that it's like, you know, step 11 is morning, noon, and night. Like we're doing this, we're, we're seeking that connection and clearing our way for that connection all day long. And that's what keeps us, um, our mind, my mind from going back to thinking that either losing weight or eating food is going to be the solution to my problems. Um, so that's all, that's all I have. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much, Wendy. Wow. Um, <clears throat> we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a big book study sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week, which is we um, into action step 11. Um, we ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share, ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or asterisk nine, star nine, if you're on the phone. And the Zoom host Carla will call the raised hands in order um, and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Oh, I'll call on you and she'll unmute you, yeah. Would the timekeeper Lisa please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay, let's look for some hands. Here we go, Chanel. Hi, thank you. And thank you so much, Wendy. I'm glad that my first time at this particular meeting, you were speaking and on step 11, that's fabulous. I too get antsy if I don't do it, if I don't bookend my day with it. And I really like in the book on, big book on 87 in the first paragraph, at the end of it, it says, nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. And my question for you is, I'm doing well at the bookending of the day on awakening before we retire at night. It's the during the day part that I often forget <laughs> to ask for the next right thought, action, words, etc. until Sometimes it's a little late and I end up having to do a 10th on it. And I'm just wondering if you, A, have had that yourself earlier in recovery, went through that, and B, any suggestions that you have for me on that. Thank you. Hi there. Um, yeah, I, I experience the same thing all the time. Um, it's one of the reasons I go to meetings is to just remember and be reminded. Um, but I also recently, my sponsor had me put a reminder on my phone, um, two reminders during the day. And the first one I set for 9 a.m. And it repeats every single day. And it says pause. And then I set another one for 2 p.m. that says that I will be done. Um, and they're just reminders through the day. But I think the biggest thing is just talking to fellows and being at meetings. And those are always the reminders because I forget. I forget every single day. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the question. Thank you, Amy L. Hi everyone, I'm Amy, compulsive eater in California. And thank you so much, Wendy. I, I loved everything you said. I, I completely relate to the, it didn't matter if it was 30 pounds and, and I, I had many years in my life where it just went up and down 30 pounds. I also have 
had periods in my life where I swat I swung close to a hundred pounds and it didn't matter. It was the pain was the pain was the pain and the obsession. So I appreciate your sharing that. Um, I love that you shared about the freedom in step 11 and there's so many different ways. I didn't realize that when I, I first worked the steps and I remember taking um, a couple of years ago, there's someone in a way, uh, Kim G who runs these uh, step 10 and 11 workshops. And I love that she opened it up to the group and um, I hope it's OA sanctioned. I know she's part of OA, but hope opened it up to the group to share what their step 11 practices. And, and then I learned, oh, it's not cheating. I can go to Insight Timer. I can Google, I can click YouTubes and it, it's there in the big book, as you said, you know, go to different spiritual faiths, religions, wherever, just keep seeking, fill your cup. And that's what I do today. And to me, God is in the joy. It's not in, um, it's not about obligation or duty. Well, the shoulds, it's not about the shoulds. And so I feel just, um, just, it's becoming simpler as I go further along, you know, just as you said, breathing, you know, breathing in God, breathing out fear, just, you know, letting go of my mind and opening my heart and just simple practices. Like I go out and eat usually two meals a day out in the sunshine and look at the sky. Again, these are simple, but profound joys that we get in recovery so thank you so much and thank you everyone doing service and being here i'll pass thank you amy jojo go ahead and share or ask a question honey hi this is my second time me being here so i'm like a lot of information <laughs> and wendy you did a good job and I'm glad you shared um but um I was wondering because I never done the step one two three can I do this or do I have to wait until I get to the step 11 <laughs> so I that's one of my questions and um I'm in going through a lot of time since October I have I just found out I have rheumatoid arthritis I have issues walking and I gain a good amount of weight <laughs> because of it. And I just, I, I want to be healthy. I want to live longer. I want like, I got first to go to my sister graduation, but I couldn't because it was the, the walk I couldn't do. So that got me up so upset. And I just want to go to something else than food. And when I'm lonely and depressed and I just want to stay in my bed all day and just so if you guys have any advice for me to start from here it'd be a really help right now because I just want to get better and because I don't mind working right now so because I can't do the job that I used to do so yeah it just and they say I just need to lose weight and 
I will feel better, but it's not easy as everyone says. Like I, I, I lost 115 pounds at one point and then I gained a weight back back. So it's like I have an up and down throughout my whole entire life. So I just need a little help for you guys. I actually found you guys a kind of funny story. Um, if you guys ever heard Molly and Mike and Molly, I saw the episode about her over need anonymous, and that's how I thought of trying to find a place like you guys. And so far, I feel very comfortable with the fact that I, I even um, read out loud today, and that's one of my big fears of doing, and I did it anyway. So just let me know what your opinion and stuff. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> so Joe, I can answer your question about if you can start the prayer and meditation, but first you're, you're in the right place. And if you put your phone number in the chat, I'm sure you will get phone calls and can talk a lot about your questions because you're in the right place and you'll find your way. Um, to um, answer your question, if you can start doing step 11 before one, two, and three. Um, when I went through the steps before I started, my sponsor had me spending 30 minutes in the morning with my higher power. And it could include meditation. It could include prayer. It could include writing to God. It could include reading spiritual literature. Um, I could even include reading, you know, OA literature, um, but that the purpose of the program is to build a relationship with a higher power. So I don't think there's anything wrong with starting when, whenever, um, but please do reach out and, and let us help you. Beautiful. Thank you, Amy B. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, uh, Lisa, for timing. Thank you, everybody, for doing service at the meeting tonight, including being here. Amy B., compulsive overeater, living very gratefully in a state recovered from the food today. Wendy, thank you so much. That was wonderful. I love how you um, started out by calling step 11 the fun step. Um, it is. It is. It is the fun step. I, when I first came in, it's so funny, my, <laughs> my history with the steps and with, and with step 11 in particular, um, when I first came in, like at the very, very beginning, it was like that one, two, three, and then like four came along and I was like, you know, I'm just going to detour to 11. I'm just going to, I'm just going to put a pin, just going to put a pin in that. And I'm just going to go straight to the good stuff. Now, um, I don't recommend skipping I don't recommend putting the pin in um, the step work, but like Wendy said, it is never, never, never too early to develop a relationship with a higher power. And <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I have such a spiritual malady, man. I need this so much. When I wasn't supposed to do step 11 yet, I really wanted to do step 11. When I got to step 11, I was like, I don't really need, I don't need a formal step 11. It's, hilarious um how the spiritual malady climbs back in but i will tell you step 11 has once again uh become my favorite the morning the morning meditation is really my favorite part of the day 
It is so special. And part of mine includes, um, and I love also how you talked about, you make it your own, you personalize it, you know, from your, the religion of your upbringing, from not even close to a religion, from anything like that. And along those lines, I have um, personalized the pages and into action to read like my understanding of spirituality. And it is so connected and just, you know, feels like my own. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I would love to share it if anybody wants to call, I, I love to talk about, uh, personalizing the practice. Um, it is open it just to to anything my heart my inner child my tired soul my hopeful soul wants um and it's just the most beautiful thing and i agree with what somebody said about and forgive the crosstalk uh, about that all day long part being uh sometimes what i forget and i find personalizing that finding words that means something to me um or that I connect with has been helpful to that um great meeting welcome to everybody who's new welcome to everybody who's new at this meeting it's wonderful to see you all and to be part of the same spiritual family thanks so much I pass thank you Amy I think I'm gonna share hi I'm Tony I'm a compulsive overeater Wendy, thank you so much for your share and for talking about that obsession with the 30 pounds up and down. It's been my experience, whether it's three pounds, 30 pounds, or 300 pounds swing. It's that bondage of self that this third step prayer talks about. And what I've learned is when I'm in that bondage of self, worrying about what I'm going to eat, how much I'm going to eat, when I'm going to eat it, who's going to see me, how I'm going to have it. Can I see this person? Have they seen me at this weight? Because I've been in the rooms at 323. I've been in the rooms at 199. That's that's a big swing. And it's just when I'm on that crazy train, when I am running the Tony shit show on ice, I'm not seeking God. There's not room for the Tony show and God. There's just not room for both. And I have to physically stop and catch myself. And I love that that's the name of this chapter, Into Action, not Into Thinking, hoping, praying, wanting, wishing. It's the action. You know, it says all over this big book, knowledge avails us nothing. Because I know it backwards, frontwards, inside out. Why am I still in the 200s? Because I haven't completely surrendered. I have to reach another greater level of surrender and lean into God more. Step 11, let God be in control. I know I do the footwork, and I leave the results to God. I finally learned that one. That was a big one. But to let go ultimately and completely and have God guide me. Woo, girl. I got to work on that one. Thank you. And I pass. Um, Kaylee, you'll be our last share before we stop the recording. Go ahead, honey. Thank you so much, Wendy. Hi, I'm Kaylee, compulsive overeater, restrictor and bulimic. So grateful to be here. Wendy, it's so wonderful to hear you share, and I will definitely be calling you. Um, and I also have a question. So sometimes I notice, not so much with my morning step 11 practice, but at night, I can be a bit checklisty with it, where I'm like, 
okay, just answering the questions and not really bringing God into it. And kind of just wanting to get it over with, to be honest. And so I'd love to hear, because you did mention like sometimes for you, those questions you can get into, I forgot your wording with it, but yeah, just if you start to notice it becoming more like a checklist and more like something you're just getting over done and over with, like what do you do to pivot more towards that conscious contact with God or your higher power? Hi, Kaylee, thank you for the question. Um, I, I definitely struggle with the same thing. And um, so I have switched, I, I'll use my spiritual toolkit on um, app, but then I'll switch to a writing um, review. Um, like it's a, a fellow told me it's like A-E-I-O-U, you know, I abstinent and I exercise, I do something for myself, so I do something for others. Um, and then the other thing that helps is if I do it earlier in the day, like right after this meeting, I tend to have a better um, attention span than if I wait until like after I've had dinner and I'm kind of ready to wind down. But I struggle, I struggle with that as well. And probably something to just ask my higher power for help with. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Okay, Carl, you want to go ahead and stop the recording? Who else?